Talking with Topher is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get in episode 131. Add it again. <laughs> What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this October 6th. It is amazing. You know, I can't believe we're already in October. Holy crap, this year is flying by. But before I get into anything I wanted to get into today, let me start off by saying thank you. Thank you to everybody out there who subscribes. Thank you so much. You are what keeps me coming back week after week. I'm so pumped and you know what else i'm pumped for all the new subscribers yes thank you so much for subscribing i greatly appreciate it oh man it is so exciting so thank you for subscribing thank you uh to all my subscribers just a giant giant thank you um if you're new to the podcast maybe you're stopping by checking it out Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, all right? Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It is the most important thing you can do to help the podcast, and it keeps me coming back week after week, so go ahead and do that. Of course, remember to set those alarms and give a thumbs up for the video, and always leave comments for the guests. Yes, it's very important. I want them to all know how much you enjoyed them out there, and uh, the only way to do that is for you to leave a comment And that's going to keep the guests coming, all right? I got more coming, so I'm excited for that. And it's because of all of you out there, you know, watching the videos, giving the comments. It's just so exciting right now. But if you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's right, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Maybe you want some advice. Maybe you want to tell your story. Maybe you want to be a guest on one of my episodes. Well, go ahead and... Put that all in an email, all right? Whether it's video, audio, or typed out, go ahead and send that email over to T-A-L-K-I-M-Wittofer at gmail.com for your opportunity for any of that to happen. It's the official email of the podcast, so go ahead and send those out. Um, And then, of course, you can follow me. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. That's right. I'm on all the social media, so go give a follow. I greatly appreciate it. And like I said, this has been a crazy two weeks. Uh, Sam's podcast, you know, you guys, everybody out there, absolutely great response. Um, You know, over 100 views in four days, three days. So absolutely amazing. I'm so excited Uh, every time. Um, uh, right now I'm asking anybody to come on. It seems like I'm getting a lot of yeses and I've actually had a couple of requests. So more guests to come. That's right. There'll be another one in October. Um, we'll be sitting down and record that. I think within the next week or so, I'm just so excited that this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. And uh, I owe it all to everybody out there. You're pushing me to do better. You're pushing me to have more guests on and you just, keep pushing me to do 
uh, what I'm doing right now, which is just trying to, uh, you know, make this happen. So thank you to every. I just can't stop saying thank you. I am just so, oh man, beside myself. After the last two weeks that I've had, it has just been insane. Um, so let's see, you know, uh, we had the funeral, uh, and then of course I, I recorded a podcast with Sam and then a couple days after that, uh, well, let me get into the first thing that happened to me. Actually, it's the second thing that happened to me, but I want to get into it first. All right. Uh, so here we go. I, I messed up. I messed up big time. All right. And I'm not one of those people where I'm like, I didn't do it or it wasn't my fault or no, no. I take full responsibility for anything that I did um, that, you know, uh, caused complications. Okay. Um, So I'm in charge of, you know, the store, right? I'm in charge of New Hampshire Vape Gallery. I've been given the label as store manager. So therefore, I take that responsibility very serious uh, to me um, just because it's it's something that I know I can do, right? And I'm human. I make mistakes. I don't know things. So I really, really screwed up the other day. Um, Let me put this in context the best I can. Uh, So the credit card machine that we've always used uh, was a giant dinosaur. You could drop it. um, It would come unplugged. Uh, There was all kinds of things that would happen to it, but it was hardwired, okay? Um, yeah, the new one was nothing like that. All right. And, uh, this is very unfortunate for me because it makes me, uh, mad, sad, you know, it just, it, it, uh, so many emotions went through, but you know, so what was going on was, is we were upgrading everything. I'm going to try to go through this as fast as possible. I know it's probably boring as hell. So what I did was, is I had to rearrange all the plugs. I had to get a new power strip and just neaten everything up. We got new iPad, new card machine, uh, and, 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 uh, what was the other new thing? There was one other new thing that I got and it'll come to my mind a little bit later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The five stars, our, our reward program. So everything got upgraded. All right. We are now living in 2022. So all of our equipment needed to as well. Uh, the old iPad was the charger port was crap and the battery life was next to non-existent. Um, but if that thing came unplugged and we were using it for more than an hour, it would be dead. It was just an old unit and upgrades. Forget about it. There was nothing left to upgrade on that because every time I tried to upgrade anything, it was like, we can't do this. So I'm getting this all together. I'm rearranging all the wires. Now, why is this important? Because there, we have a printer for the register, right? There's a printer and it prints receipts and it also communicates to the register drawer so that when the register drawer needs to open that, the, the communication between those two units is what makes that happen. So when the printer's dead, the drawer doesn't open. So I'm now rearranging a few things. We had something plugged into the back of the printer that I wanted to get unplugged from the printer and I wanted to plug it into the power strip to take the stress off of the printer, right? The more power that the printer is trying to push out, I feel like it bogs things down. So you want the power to be separated. 
So what I did was, is I bought, I, I put it into the power strip, but when I lifted up the printer, now mind you, I've never moved this printer, never picked it up, never touched it. It just always sat there. Whenever I rearrange plugs, I just rearrange the plug, right? I didn't have to touch the machine. It doesn't move. There's no reason for it to. Well, I had to pick it up, unplug something from the back, and my pinky finger hit something. I did not know that this happened. I put the printer down. I set everything up. And then I move over to our new card machine. All right. Yeah, I'm super pumped. It's tapping. It's sliding. It's chipping. It's got it all. It's got all the features. It's working perfectly. At least it did for the first two hours. I temporarily taped it in place so that we could get a feel for how we wanted it. Well, oh boy. And it's so frustrating for me because I thought drinking is what ruined my entire life. I thought drinking was what caused most of my issues in my life. And don't get me wrong. It definitely did. Um, for sure. There is like, you know, 85, 80% of my life now that is much better, uh, without drinking. But unfortunately, um, you know, I still have my issues with, uh, anxiety, uh, uh, and, and, and anger. And so, I go over to the charge machine and I go to pull it off of the tape so that I can stick it to the Velcro um, so that it's permanent, right? I wanted it to be permanent. <laughs> well, when I pulled it off, the back of the back door came off of this machine. All of a sudden, I get a message called interrupted. I don't know what this is. So I run back around to the other side of the register. My thermal printer's dead. My drawer won't open, and I am now in a complete and absolute panic. <sighs> so, I have to get on the phone. I have to call people. I see that the modem is not pushing Ethernet. I think that the Ethernet is dead on the modem. I think that, uh, you know, the five stars is going down. Uh, I, I, I can't get it to connect properly. Um, so I am trying to call Five Star. I am trying to call Shopkeep, and I'm trying or Lightspeed, whatever the fuck you want to call them now. And I'm also trying to call uh, 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 Comcast. So I'm trying to call three different companies to figure out all of these issues. And let's say, long story short, right? At the end of the day, it turns out that um, you know there's nothing that they can pretty much do. The machine is dead, all right? So these new machines are amazing. They are, uh, you know, technologically uh, great, um, but I didn't realize there was so many security features on them. Now, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about this, and I don't really care because I did not know this, all right? And if you're somebody that owns their own shop and you're getting these new card machines, I, I kind of want people to know. I didn't get a thing inside the box that said, hey, warning, when this is all set up, never touch it again. Well, now I know, all right? So when that back door came off, you could have dropped it. You could shake it. Uh, even if the back door didn't come off, as, as soon as it gets shaken or moved or rumbled or something, if something vibrates that thing, it has a HEPIC feedback in it, which disables the entire machine. Oh, well, you just do a reset code, right? Oh, no, there's no such thing as a reset code because then you could steal all the info. <sighs> so I have now learned the hard way 
that those card machines are very sensitive and holy crap, <clears throat> you know, can't touch them. Get them set up, get them in the place, and that's it. Leave them alone. Leave them plugged in. You never want the power to go down on it. You never want the battery life to run out on it. All of those things can lead it to an interruption. And an interruption, it automatically thinks that it has been stolen and somebody is trying to steal information out of it. So the whole machine becomes corrupted. So once I find this out, I am now sad, right? I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm freaking out. Uh, brand new machine. Just ruined it. My life's over. I can't print anybody receipts. I have to, I can't open my drawer. It's just a miserable, miserable day. So six hours go by. Now, I did get to the point where I was very upset. I hit up the owner and I said, I don't know if I can continue on with the day. You know, I, I, I can't deal with this right now. I can't call three companies. I can't deal with all the customers. I'm freaking out. Uh, I'm not, I, I can't cut myself up into three piece people. And, and I'm really, really trying to, but I'm at the point now where I'm breaking and I think I'm going to go home. So the owner got dragged out. He comes out, spends a couple hours with me. We get a few more things figured out. We end the day. All right. Next day, I come in, and we're going through a few things. Comcast finally shows up. Now, mind you, I yelled and screamed at them uh, about all of this, telling them that we're a business. We should be treated like a business. Where are you? Why aren't you here fixing this? And they come in the next day between 2 to 4. You know, that we got treated just like a regular customer, and I just feel bad for all the businesses out there. Um, because I think we should be treated differently. I really do. Um, you know, and I guess according to them, that was very quick. That's fine. I didn't think so. I figured, you know, businesses should come first because with the internet being down, anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say, and I don't want to get into it. So he shows up, switches out the, mo uh, the whole router, and then tries to plug a few things in. He's like, it's still not working. And I go, well, that's not good. And he goes, well, let me try this. He pulls out his laptop, hooks up an Ethernet connection, and guess what? He's got Ethernet. So he's like, oh, it's not our router. I wish I had done this first. I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Um, so I got a little bit of chuckle out of that. He leaves. Still no printer, still no way to open my drawer. <laughs> I'm just so angry right now. Just so angry. I'm fired up. So the owner, me and him are talking. I'm like, oh, my God, I think our uh, printer, our receipt printer is dead. He's like, here, try and do a full factory reset. So I look it up. I look at the thing, and I have to pick the machine up and tilt it on its side to get to the bottom to do a factory reset. So I unscrew the bottom, and I'm looking at the factory reset, and then I decide to scroll a little bit. And then I see that there's a power button. On the printer. Now that makes complete sense. Why would something that's getting direct power not have an on and off switch, right? And I can laugh about this a little bit now, and it's still not really funny at all, but I mean, it's life. I fucked up. I'm owning up to it. That's the most important thing. So uh, I find out there's a power button, and I go, oh my God, what? So I run back over to the machine, I screw the bottom on, I put it back down, and as I'm putting it down, I feel that side, that side where I said my pinky hit something, but I didn't feel that. I click it, and the printer comes back on, which means my drawer's working, which means we have receipt capability, which means 
I accidentally hit the power button. What? I mean, God damn it, right? I'm just so mad at myself, and I was so angry, and I was so upset about ruining a brand new machine that had been running for two hours. So they're sending us a new one. Luckily, it wasn't blamed on me, even though it should have been. Uh, so I find out the power button. I'm so excited now. I got my printer. I can do things. I've got some stuff. It, this is great. We're moving in the right direction. And why am I telling everybody this? Because I screwed up. See, the one thing I've learned with my sobriety from alcohol is that lies lead to drinking. It's just like when I get mad or I get upset. I start yelling and screaming. When the owner showed up and we were communicating and I was yelling and screaming and all this stuff, he was like, dude, 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 what is wrong? Like, calm down. Why is that? Why is it? Like, I know you screwed up, but we didn't even find out I screwed up until the next day, which, so this happened on a Friday. It was Saturday when I found out I did all this. I caused all of this. I did it all. And I have to admit this. I have to admit when I was wrong, just like when I'm angry, I have to let it out because when I hold it inside, he looked at me, the owner, and he goes, dude, you got to calm down. And I go, I, I, I have to get this out. And he's like, you know, when stuff like this happens to me, I kind of hold on to it and I don't show the emotion that this is happening. I just go quiet and I go, I can't do that because if I stay quiet, I go to drinking. When I'm getting my problem out there and I'm pointing out the fact that I fucked up and that I I was in the wrong, I am keeping myself from drinking. So I had to do all of this. It was, you know, I wanted him there so that customers didn't have to deal with me because I already knew my attitude was not customer worthy. Now, mind you, in the middle of all this chaos, I got a five-star review. So... Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> I, it was it was such a crazy six hours for me. Um, and now we're coming to the end of it. Uh, the new machine should be in, uh, hopefully. Hopefully today or tomorrow. I, I'm hoping tomorrow so that I can set this all up and correct my problem that I caused. I caused all of this. But hey, you know, hey, card machines. There should be, you know, have you ever bought something and there's like, you open up the box and immediately there's a piece of paper with like a red triangle, danger or fire hazard or something, something that indicates, hey, we want you to pay attention to this because if you don't, you ruin the machine, right? And then once you ruin it, it's no longer on us. It's usually what it is. So I'm really hoping by the middle of this week, we are long past this. And I'm also hoping that once I set this all up or he sets it up today, I don't know if we got it yet. um, Then hopefully, 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 well, actually, by the time you all listen to this, it'll all be over. And then we can go back to a normal day to day process without Topher fucking shit up again. But here's the thing. I feel so much better that I owned up to my mistake. As soon as I found out it was my fault, first thing I did was call the owner. It's the first thing I did. I was like, oh my God, I did this. I did all of this. 
And I felt I felt really bad. I felt really bad about it for the last three days. Um, you know, but I had to reflect on myself. I ate some mushrooms and I got to think about all the shit that I've been fucking up. And I'm just like, what is wrong with me right now? I thought drinking was my major issue. I thought drinking was causing me to do all of these stupid things and get me in trouble. And it turns out I can do it all on my own too. You know, I can do it all on my own. I can fuck shit up without alcohol in my life. So what I'm realizing is, is that alcohol just added a little extra fuck up into my life. So, but I have to be able to accept the fact that I fucked up and I have to be able to accept the fact that it was my fault, and I have to be able to own up to that to keep me from going back to the drink. So it was a crazy situation. I know that was way too long a detail, and you're all probably really bored, but for me, it was chaos. It was a nightmare, and I didn't know what to do because that's where my brain goes. Panic. Panic. I, I was like, I was, I was like uh, trapped in a coffin trying to get out or something. Like everything in my world at that moment was falling apart. So speaking of falling apart, <laughs> last Tuesday, I'm driving my uh, wife's car up to the shop because I'm going to get some tires for it. Otherwise, she will not pass inspection. She actually told me she was driving in the rain. And uh, she's like, uh, it's very dangerous. I feel like I'm sliding. And so I checked her tires, and there was no more wear bar. All right, let's put it that way. It was a flat tire. Um, and not flat without air, just a flat tread all the way across. No tread across, actually. No tread, yeah. So I'm like, all right, we got to get you some tires. We got to do a few things. So I'm going to take your car, right? Take the car. I get it all set up. I bring it back to her. We take it for a ride. I notice some shaking. All of a sudden, the alignment's pulling. I go, all right, let me bring it back to the shop. So I bring it back to the shop. I am driving on 101. Uh, We were getting pretty close to exit 11. I'm coming up behind this construction vehicle. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, it's just a construction vehicle. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's like debris is actually coming out of this thing and hitting the car. And I'm like, man, I don't want to replace a license. I don't want to replace a, a headlight. I don't want to replace the windshield. I'm like, let me move over to the right-hand side, and I'll get around them. So I start going around this vehicle. My passenger door is roughly right about the uh, beginning of the bed of the dump truck. And as I'm driving by, and I'm like, I, I hear this boom. And I was like, what? I mean, loud, 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 like a gun went off, like I was getting shot at, but I don't want to blow out your ears. That seems rude. I look over, and the whole thing is all cracked up. I went, is this really happening? And as I said that, because I talked to myself out loud like a crazy person, I'm driving past the truck. I get the the, the window that is now all shattered, we get just past the front end of that dump truck and the pressure of the wind, right, blows all the glass all over me. 
So I had about 10% in the door, 70% on the passenger seat, 20% in the console, and 10% all over me. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is happening. And it's like dangling and it's dropping as I'm driving. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I pull over. I pull the car over. I go, okay, I got to, should I clean up the glass? What should I do? And then I realize the dump truck is driving away. It passes me. And I go, what am I doing? I don't want to be, what am I doing? Just drive with the, without the window. You got to find out who that was. So now I'm chasing a dump truck. I'm behind it. I am trying to get on the side of it. I'm trying to figure out who the name is. So as we get off exit 11, he wasn't using a blinker. So as he got off, I started following him. I had to get over quick because he didn't use a blinker. So it kind of took me by surprise. And then he looks like he's going all the way into the right lane. Now I got somebody behind me. I got, you know, and it gets wider and wider. So people start deciding if they're going to the left-hand side or the right-hand side. As I'm coming and I'm sticking to the right-hand side behind the truck, the truck all of a sudden makes a, a swift move to the left. Now, by this time, I've already gotten the company name and the license plate. I've already asked Google to make the phone call, and I'm on the phone with uh, the construction company uh, that owns that truck. But I'm in the right lane. I get off, and I take the first parking lot I see. I'm like, fuck it. I got to turn around. I got to turn around. I pull into the parking lot, I swing it around, I come back out, and I'm looking at a one-way. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Oh, why are you a one-way? And why didn't, I didn't even notice it was a one-way. I don't get off of 11 that often, so I was a little turned around, also distraught. Obviously, <laughs> I'm still picking glass off my lap. So I drive down the one way. I turn around. I'm on the phone with her. I'm like, I'm trying to find him. I think I drove two, three miles. No orange dump truck in sight. The lady assures me they've been around for 50 years. No worries. Blah, 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 blah. We'll take care of you. It's all on file. You just get to where you need to go. So I get back on the highway. I go to the fucking tire shop. And then I get with the glass all over the place. I'm like, I need my <laughs> balance and I need my alignment redone. So they do it up for me. I have to drive the thing back to the shop. And I had already called the owner and I'm like, look, dude, this, re this just happened. I have got to close up my window because I can't just lock up my car, I, my wife's car, and, and not have something to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like having any access into a vehicle, I lock everything. It's just embedded in me. So I have to get there. I have to clean everything up, package up the window. I called. They said, do it anyways. We may not be able to get anybody to replace that glass until tomorrow. So just tape up your window, and uh, you should be fine. Hopefully, we'll get to you today. But if not, we'll get to you at your house tomorrow. I said, fine. Let's deal with it. So I ended up opening up at 12.30 instead of 10.30. So two hours late because of that to the shop. They ended up showing up around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Had me done by 4.45. It was $185. Uh, I ended up talking to the adjuster and the insurance. We didn't have to do anything with mine. But now we've, uh, you know, the, the, the their policy um, uh, got all the information. And now I'm basically waiting uh, for a $185 check 
to come back in the mail, which I will pay towards that credit card because I didn't have, you know, cash on me. And I, I was like, it's, it's the beginning of the week, man. I don't have any cash in the debit right now. I just paid all the bills before the weekend. So, um, I was just, I was like, you guys take discover. And they're like, yep. And I'm like, cool. Cause I don't have anything else. So it was, it was literally the scariest moment. And you know what the worst part of all of this was? It was the simple fact that no matter who I spoke with, everybody was like, when I said I felt like I got shot at, nobody batted an eye. Everybody was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because that's the way the world is today. People are just randomly shooting fucking people or at people on the highway today. So... You, yeah, that makes sense that you would feel like you got shot at. And I'm like, that's crazy. In itself, that statement is crazy. That like That's just the norm. And then, of course, I call one of, my, one of my really good friends, and I'm like, yo, dude, you'll never believe what happened. Gave him the whole spiel. As soon as I was done, he goes, you thought you were shot at. You thought you got shot at, right? And I go, oh, my God, yes. And he starts dying laughing, and he's like, yeah, I've had that happen. It Sounds like a gunshot going off in the car. And I'm like, yeah, right? Holy shit. But it took me like four hours to finally feel normal. I was shaken. And I was like, man, I'm mad at myself for being so shaken up about this. It should have ended, you know what I mean? Like four hours to feel normal? I don't know. It was literally the craziest shit that has ever happened to me. And it's just been a crazy two friggin' weeks and quick reminder, all right, November, this November coming up, it's going to be a five-day water fast. I'm inviting all of you. Send your email. Let me know if you want to join. I will have a date picked out within the next couple weeks, at least by the end of October. I will have an official date of when this is going to start and end, and I hope uh, I hope people join. I really do. I want everybody to join me that thinks they can. So let's take a quick break. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or click the link in the description below the video. And before you check out now, put in T-O-P-H-E-R and get 10% off your purchase. I mean... What can I say? I love this website. I love their clothing, right? And now fall is here. That's right. It is October. And look at the brand new designs. We got a dagger and panther tee. We got a Frankenstein. We got the WTF crazy design. Music loving gorilla. We've got new tiki. That's right. New hats. New kids. Um... We got a new skateboard with the Bride of Frankenstein, the leggings, the space monkey. Look at all this new fall stuff. I love it. Their hats are amazing. The embroidering is tight. Every single color stays bright. Wash after wash. These are high quality products at a great price. You can't Beat it. And now you can save 10% off the purchase with promo code T-O-P-H-E-R. All right, so it doesn't get any better than this, but you got to go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com in order to use the promo code and in order to get this amazing merchandise. 
Um, and they make great presents. They got sweatshirts and sweatpants for the fall so you can stay warm. They got a winter jacket for the snow that's going to be coming soon. I mean, they've just got everything. They're great products, and you can only get them here. So go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today. Either click the link at the bottom of the screen or type it into your web browser by using the description that's located at the bottom of this uh, uh, ad right here. And then, of course, before you check out T-O-P-H-E-R to get 10% off your purchase today. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we are open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. Are you looking for an amazing vape shop? Are you looking for a good vape shop? Are you looking for a vape shop that can actually answer your questions and has what you're looking for in stock? Well, you haven't been to New Hampshire Vape Gallery yet. That's right, because we do. I've got all the flavors, menthols. I've got devices, coils, tanks, pods, uh, all the newest devices coming out, the the Voopoos, the Smocks, the ULs, you name it, we've got it in stock today, especially our Delta 8 selection, Delta 11s, we got CBD. Um, I mean, there isn't something that I don't have unless it's on order because we ran out of it. I'm telling you, our disposable selection is giant. Uh, whether you're looking for a rechargeable or a non-rechargeable, we've got it for you today. Um, so you need to come on down. You need to come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery and talk to the guys at the gallery because we are here to answer your questions, which, I'm sorry, is a lost art in this vape world. No one knows what they're talking about. Nobody has any advice for you behind the counter. And half of the time, those people don't even vape themselves. So come to the shop that knows their product. New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. You need to go to this website because you're looking for organic products to keep moisture in your skin, to keep your skin from cracking, to keep your lips from cracking. Maybe you got a stressful day and you want to melt that stress away. Yeah, they got something for that too. It's called a foot and body soak. They've also got a beard oil, which makes... You know, facial heal nice and smooth and it smells good. And then, of course, their body balm, lip balm, and salve are all great skin repair. Uh, uh, it's just amazing. I mean, these products are great, and I just wouldn't buy one. I buy all five. Yeah, go to naturalbossnh.com today and buy all five of these products, all right? You'll be doing a great thing. You're supporting small business and buying amazing products all at the same time, and nothing feels better than that. So go to naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Go there today, buy one or all five of these products. And we're back. All right, let's get into Topher's Topics. 
All right, I got some fun ones, and I got some crazy ones. There is a lot of crazy shit going on in the world today. So let's check this out here, shall we? All right, well, for my first one, we have China finds potential fuel for nuclear fusion energy on the surface of the moon. First of all, I want to say, have we not learned from anything that we've done to this planet? Have we not learned from our own mistakes? We have climate crisis right now, right? There's a climate crisis. It's all our fault. We have to do everything to stop this. It's from digging and fracking and oil and this and that and whatever you want to put it on. We're the main reason that the world is warming up, right? You know I don't believe that. I find that to be far from the truth. But I do believe that what we've done is not exactly the best way to do things. Digging, moving, earth, all of this shit, exploding it, all of this shit has definitely caused a tremendous change in our planet, period. So, why are we going to dig the moon? I mean, great. We found something that has potential to give us energy without using anything that we have here on the planet. But it's on the moon. So if you fuck up the moon, what happens to our planet? (laughs) Right? So I got this. This is a little bit long, um, but I am really curious because there is not a lot of things that um, that I know about you know, nuclear fusion energy. An entire planet powered by unlimited clean energy. It sounds like a pipe dream, but it may one day be possible. The idea that could turn this fantasy into reality? Nuclear fusion. It's been talked about for decades as the solution to humanity's long-term reliance on fossil fuels. But attempts to harness it so far have proved fruitless. Mm. Recent scientific breakthroughs so fusion this could now be about own. to change. But first, what makes nuclear fusion different from our current nuclear power? Yeah. The process that takes place in power plants like this is nuclear fission. Here, atoms are split in order to create energy. The only problem is the fuel is radioactive, and when things go wrong, it can be deadly. Nuclear fusion instead would see atoms joined together to create a lot more energy than in a fission reaction. What? This is the same process that powers the sun. Scientists are trying to effectively create a small star on Earth that can create the same process. The problem perplexing physicists is that harnessing it is very difficult. Extremely high pressures and and temperatures of 270 million degrees Fahrenheit are required in order to join lighter atomic nuclei to form a heavier nucleus. To put that into perspective, the center of the sun is around 27 million degrees Fahrenheit. Holy shit. The fusing of atomic nuclei produces plasma, which is a state of matter. To harness the energy, the plasma must be suspended inside a reactor. But like on the sun, the plasma is prone to produce bursts. If this happens and the plasma touches the reactor wall, it can easily damage it. 
stars have a large enough mass that their gravity can contain the plasma. So far, controlling the plasma for an extended period of time on Earth has proved elusive. In 2017, scientists with the Chinese Academy of Sciences managed to suspend plasma in a stable state for over 100 seconds, a world record for this achievement. Really? In order for nuclear fusion to become a reality, we will need to be able to build a reactor that can confine and suspend the plasma for much, much longer. The yeah, leading well, candidate yeah. is the tokamak, a donut-shaped device which uses a powerful magnetic field to confine the hot plasma in the shape of a torus. Hmm. An alternative design being championed is the Stellarator, which looks like a twisted version of a tokamak. The bends in its chamber are designed to twist the plasma so that it has a more stable shape and can be confined for longer. So far though, the amount of energy required to keep the plasma hot and trapped has outweighed the amount of energy generated, which kind of defeats the purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. But there are big hopes for the International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor, or ITER, a $22 billion project to build the world's largest tokamak in the south of France. It is due to commence operation at the end of this decade, with the first fusion tests starting in 2028. Oh, wow. The Wendelstein 7X is the largest one of these, an experimental fusion reactor built in Germany for a billion dollars. There are hopes that by 2021, it will be able to operate for up to 30 minutes. An important step towards the goal of continuous operation. 30 minutes? There That's are also it? dozens of other alternatives being tested by startups across the globe. The challenge is colossal, but the prize would be even greater. The race is on to bring fusion power to the planet. Wow. That's insane. I had no idea about any of that. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, I'm so glad that they they had a video for it because I was like, I have no idea about any of this stuff. I'm not going to talk on it. But I think it's really cool that they are looking into different ways uh, for nuclear uh, fission to take over from fusion, it looks like. So like I said, I didn't know the difference on that. I still don't think it's a good idea to dig the moon. But if you only have to take a little bit from it, I just don't want the moon to fall off of its axis and then come into us, right? You don't want that. You don't know what digging the moon is going to do. What if you fracked it, right? Or I don't know. Let's just say they got a whole bunch of equipment up onto the moon. They're digging this shit to send it back down to us. But then they hit something and like the moon explodes. The, mach the moon breaks into pieces. Like we don't know anything about the moon. So how do you know you're going to be capable of digging it? And then who went to the moon and found this? Like did they go there and find it? Do they have a satellite that's reading it? I don't understand any of this. But like we've done here on Earth, digging, fracking, drilling, bombing, all of that is having a reaction with our planet, which is, uh, I do believe, you know, one of the reasons for what we're going through today. And uh, now they want to do it to the moon to try and give us a more sustainable power here on Earth. 
But I don't think that's the way we're supposed to do it. So we'll see what happens. Oh, my God. All right. For my next one, Nicaragua takes CNN and Espanol signal off air. Now, the government of Nicaragua abruptly took CNN and Espanol off the air this week, shortly after 10 p.m. local time on Wednesday. It has not been explained why it was removed, and it did not respond to uh, CNN's request for comment. This is the uh, blank screen that everybody got to look at when they went to CNN uh, in Nicaragua. on Wednesday uh, last week. And uh, I thought this was absolutely hilarious because we're all talking about how CNN and MSNBC and all these big news corporations are garbage. Their their model is now fear-driven. Their model is anything that coincides with their political sides of things. And this made me happy. I think more people should do this. If they feel like it's fake news, take them down, right? I purposely, oh, I know, I know, I'm using CNN. I get it. Well, this is where the articles pop up, right? Now, there's they're going to be true to the article. They're going to be true to a few things, but they're not, they turn it, they twist it, and they make it their own narrative. That's my problem with it, which is why I love breaking points so much. Um, and counterpoints. Counterpoints is very good. They just started on uh, the Breaking Points channel. But it's a non-biased news that people should be looking for today. Not these big corporate assholes just feeding us crap and trying to make the narrative fit to what they want. You know, there's many, many reasons why I do not like any of them. But I thought this was absolutely hilarious because I bet you 10 to 1 this is going to start happening anyways. It's already happened here. It's just that we don't have to have somebody uh, shut them down for us. Most of us have realized that that, uh, we can't listen or read what they're giving us anymore because it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. And um, yeah, I just thought this was funny. I thought it was absolutely funny. You get what you deserve. You want to keep spreading lies? People are going to turn you off. They're not going to let you back on. So uh, my next one here, you may need a sober October more than you think. Expert explain how to do it right. Okay. So first of all, this is absolutely hilarious. Sober October has gotten so big from Joe Rogan, Ari Shafir, Burt Kreischer, and Tom Segura that now the news is talking about it. The news is talking about something that a bunch of comedians started just to fucking help Bert stay alive. That's the only reason this started. It got progressively uh, more competition-based, and now they realize this year that there's no competition needed. They're going to burn like 500 calories a day and, um, you know, just stay off of all the drugs and stuff like that. But they're going to have coffee. They're going to have cigars. But now the news is like, oh, yeah, you you should all have Sober October or at least a sober time in your life to kind of bounce back from all the damage that the alcohol is doing. I just found this hilarious. It's just like we keep talking about uh, working out, 
doing physical things, uh, 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 taking care of yourself, eating better, losing weight, all of that. And, 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 and people are like, well, we don't want to fat shame. Fuck that. Stop being fat. It's not good for you. It's not healthy. Don't give a shit. Do not give a shit. I will. I'm not fat shaming you. But I'm telling you right now, you are not healthy. Do not try to convince yourself you're healthy. That is an incorrect statement. And for people to say that they are when they're not, man, that just ain't right. But it's like the news is just catching on now. (coughs) Two and a half years after a fucking pandemic, or two and a half years, we're only a half a year separated from the pandemic, now they're telling everybody they should be healthy. We should have left gyms open. We should have left anything that was physical open. Out, outdoor basketball courts, skateboard parks, parks in general, gyms. All of those places should have never been shut down. We should have been like, okay, uh, you need to go be healthy. You need to move around. You need to be outside. You know, we did all of this absolutely incorrectly. And I just think it's... I don't know if I'm angry about it or if it makes, I, I kind of laugh and chuckle because I'm like, no shit. No shit, you fucking idiots. When the hell did you think it was the proper time to tell us all this? Like, now it's okay? Because what? Now you say that six feet? Yeah, six feet never did shit. It was 60 feet that we needed which was absolutely impossible. There'd be one person in a fucking store at a time. So everything they told us was wrong. Everything they told us was bullshit. It was bullshit. It was wrong. It was incorrect. It was ass backwards. And it was made up by people who had no right to make these things up. But now, now they're going to tell you that four comedians starting a Uh, a challenge for themselves to save one of their friends and make sure he didn't drink himself to death. Now this is cool. Do this because this is good for you. We're telling you it's good for you now, even though they've already told you it was good for you. And even though for the last six years, if not more, people have been talking about health, diet, food intake, everything else, exercise, fresh air, All of it, especially over the last two and a half years, I've been yelling and screaming about it. So have all of them. Now, now the news is going to say, hey, it's a good idea. I think more people need to do this. You're a little late, but I guess it helps. You know, that now national news uh, uh, industries or corporations or channels, whatever you fucking want to call them. Now they're agree. Now they're on board. Well, thanks for the notice. I guess it's better late than never, right? I figured it out on my own, just like I figure everything else out on my own. Can't depend on our government, news, or any of these fucking corporations. They all suck. God. Way to come late to the party, right? You know what I mean? All right, these ones are just silly. We'll go through them real quick. (laughs) All right, that's a little bit much when somebody needs to cheat at fishing to win. Now, I don't know what the prize is for this. (coughs) 
Cheating scandal at Ohio tournament rocks competitive fishing world. The competitors allegedly used fillet, used fillet and lead balls to weigh down their walleye anglers. Their walleye. I think that's the name of the fish. Anglers win based on weight of fish they catch. They would have been winners of $29,000. Now, I don't know. Personally, I don't think $29,000 is really worth it, right? I guess it is. Um, I don't I don't know other people's financial situations. But, I mean, unless we're talking a couple hundred thousand dollars, I don't know if I'm really going to, like try to do something like this but obviously $29,000 was enough for them I mean did you expect to be able to stuff it full of shit and then give it to somebody to weigh the fish I mean they pick it up they look at it they put it on you know what I mean like I've seen competitive fishing before I'm not foreign to it I just don't understand all the rules and how things go so but for 29 grand Was this really worth it? Seems a little fishy to me. (laughs) All right. I don't know. I'm trying. Oh, it's fishy. Oh, man. This hit the news today like crazy. And I actually feel bad about this because I like Kim Kardashian. No, not because she has a big ass, beautiful tits and she's an amazing looking woman who every guy wants and... Good for you, Pete Davidson, for getting her. But my my liking to her is for a different reason. It's because of the simple fact that she's been getting innocent people out of jail for quite some time now. I think she just got her law degree, but don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. But now she's being charged by SEC and agrees to pay $1.3 million fine. million fine to the scrutinies and exchange commission to settle silver charges after reality TV star toted a crypto asset, Ethereum Max, on Instagram. So the sec charged Kardashian with failure to disclose that she was paid $250,000 to publish her Instagram posts. In addition to paying the fine, she agreed to cooperate with sex ongoing investigation. Now, that's not sex. That's S-E-C apostrophe S. That obviously means something. I don't know much about it. I'm not going to get into the whole article, but she's duping people into buying a cryptocurrency that she was paid to promote, and she didn't make it known that she was paid to promote that crypto, and that goes against the SEC rules and now she's got to pay a fine is what I'm getting from this. But God damn it. It's like every famous person that I think is doing good things. Sooner or later, you found out they're either doing something wrong in the middle of doing something wrong or they got caught up in doing something wrong. It's just like, God damn it. Stop. Stop diddling yourselves. Stop touching women. Stop. Stop. Stop stealing money. God damn it, people. Stop it. You're already rich. All right. Last one that I thought was really cool. 
is this moving garage. Have you seen this? Look at this. The, 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 the things move out. They cover your car when it's snowing. And then you can li- look at it. It covers the bench. It covers a table. It goes all the way down. The windows on the top move. I thought this was so cool. I was like, I have never seen anything like this. Um, I, I, I was blown away. Now, I don't know if this is a prototype. I don't know if they're actually making these things. But I was like, a moving garage? So, like, I could just park my car and my garage would come out and just cover my car. I love all the technology as much as I hate all the technology as much as anything else. Some of the stuff that we have today is absolutely incredible. And some of the stuff that we have today is absolutely terrifying. But it is what it is. We are still in a better place today than we ever ever have been and for that I'm always thankful um you know just like every morning I wake up and I'm still finding five things to be thankful for even in all my chaos and all the shit going on in my life and all the crap that I keep causing to happen because I'm not stopping and thinking before I act I'm just like I know and I do and because of all of that You know, I am thankful because I'm still growing and I'm still learning. Um, I don't think we're ever supposed to stop and I'm not going to stop because the only time I'm not learning is when I'm dead. And so until then, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I got to learn from my mistakes. I have to uh, accept for the fact that when I'm wrong, I need to admit that. And when I'm right, you know, don't gloat about it. Don't be... Don't be uh, annoying about being right either. Just because you're right doesn't mean you're right all the time, right? So I've got a lot of growing to do, and um, I got a lot of, um, you know, I'm just, you know, I got, I love the fact that I can admit when I'm wrong now. That is not something I was capable of doing. It was not. It was. It was not something I could do. I couldn't do it. So to be capable of doing that today is just incredible. So if you take away anything from today's podcast, take that away. All right. Always admit when you're wrong. It's okay to be wrong as long as you're going to learn from that mistake. And with all that being said, that's the podcast today. I want to thank everybody for joining me. I want to thank all the new subscribers, all the subscribers. Thank you so much. You're what keeps me coming back week after week. If you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. Click that subscribe button, all right? It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's the most important thing you can do for me. And it keeps this podcast coming back week after week. Of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, you have a story, you want advice, maybe you want to be a guest. Send that email over to talkinwithtofer at gmail.com and go and give me a follow. I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And now I just hope everybody out there has an amazing Thursday. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later.